It's back to work and back to school day in the province of Alberta. All the kids heading back to school with the exception of uh, the Fort McMurray region. And I know for Edmonton public, it's a lot of kids aren't going back. I think all the kids aren't going back. It's, I don't know, PD days, instruction, whatever they call it. But uh, I think Thursday is when they actually head back to the classroom for most of them. Um, but nonetheless, back to school. Uh, and the legislature will resume sitting today. First time in a few weeks. Of course, it was delayed. It was supposed to start, uh, I think, three weeks ago. And uh, the UCP government announced that they would not be sending the MLAs back into the legislature because of COVID concerns. But they'll be back now. And uh, it should be a very, very interesting session. So let's get a preview from Tom Vernon, who is the provincial affairs reporter for Global News. Uh, good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Good, Shay. How are you doing? Really, really good. Yeah, it should be an interesting session. Uh, there's so many fires burning for the Jason Kenney government right now. Uh, I imagine the NDP just champing at the bit to get back in there. They were all over social media this weekend saying, what would you ask the Premier? What would you ask the Premier? So where do you think they start their line of attack today? I think question number one is on paid sick leave. That's been their, their number one issue over the past few weeks, but they're also planning on bringing up uh, the curriculum, uh, obviously, that has received a lot of criticism. ATA over the weekend voted a vote of non-confidence in the education minister, so they're going to go back to that. And then small business supports. I've been seeing some conversation from small business owners uh, from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business that this round of uh, grants has been slow to go to small businesses. So I think we're going to hear uh, from the NDP on that. But paid sick leave will probably be number one, number two, and number three questions from the NDP today. They've written a bill for yep. the government to, uh, to, to take on, if they so choose, for 10 days of paid sick leave for Albertans who need it. Um, we know the UCP government's not going to do that. Premier Kenny called it a job-killing policy last week. So, uh, But that's going to be, it's probably going to be the big one this week for the NDP. You mentioned the curriculum, and we've already got some texts this morning from listeners saying, hey, I heard about the ATA voting non-confidence in the education minister, and uh, is that significant? Does it matter? Um, my take, I, I think, Tom, it, it's significant. I mean, it's definitely a, a voice against the education minister, but in terms of ramifications and legal consequences, it really doesn't mean anything, right? I think what we'll see is the premier dig his heels in on this. Uh, remember, the uh, doctors gave a vote of non-confidence to the uh, health minister, uh, Tyler Chandra, last fall, and mm. the premier came out and said, my, my minister is not going anywhere. You know, I, I have full confidence in him. Uh, what was interesting to see is, how does this translate down the line? So we saw in the fall, doctors give a vote of non-confidence, and then a, a new president of the AMA comes in, he strikes a deal with the minister, and doctors say, no, we right. don't trust this minister, and they voted against it. So, I mean, teachers' contracts, negotiations coming up, uh, you know, how, how does this impact uh, the relationship down the line? So, yeah, the, the vote itself, it's significant in that, what was it, 99% of teachers said, no, we do not have any confidence in this minister. Uh, it won't have any ramifications for her, but it would be interesting to see how this relationship continues on uh, through the next couple of years. And Tom, of course, this will be the first time in the legislature where the expelled UCP caucus members, Mm -hmm. uh, Todd Lowen and Drew Barnes, will be in attendance. Uh, Do you expect anything? I mean, they'll get their time if they want it, right? How does that work? Yeah, so as independent MLAs, they'll get uh, get their own questions in the... um in the order, so I'm not exactly sure. I wonder if that's in the... I haven't taken a complete look through the, the, the order paper, but they'll get questions just like any other uh, private member of the legislature, So, but this time they won't be written by anyone inside cabinet or inside government to, uh, to, to lob up to a minister to answer. So just think of the changes since oh. the last time they were in the House, right? I mean, there were no... Well, there were restrictions in place, but the Premier didn't uh, increase restrictions until after uh, shutting down session. Uh, there were, you know, the two other MLAs inside their caucus that have now been booted out. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic. It sounds like they've, they've tried to put together some form of virtual, I mean, you don't have to be in the house that. I don't know the full details on yeah. that. I do know they were kind of practicing it. 
So it's going to be a completely different look than it was when they were last in on April 22nd. And, you know, like you mentioned, restrictions and the Premier really sort of building uh, the stage for some good news Mm -hmm. this week, talking about a great Alberta summer. Uh, Do we know any ideas in terms of when an announcement? That's typically a Thursday announcement, is it not, when they talk about restrictions? Uh, we'll see. Uh, the the priorities cabinet committee is meeting today, so okay. they they started meeting about half an hour ago. I, I tend to think that it might be. I, I, they haven't answered my question. I've asked, is he speaking today? I haven't heard anything, but my gut tells me they're going to want to do it today. They're going to want to distract from the NDP hammering them for paid sick leave and hammering them for not being around for three weeks and that. They're going to want to control the narrative during the week. And how do you do that? Well, you step the premier up to talk about the the relaunch plan, mm-hmm. right? So. My gut tells me today, I haven't been told that, if it is actually happening or not, but they are meeting today. Um, I don't know if they... uh, Maybe maybe the week later in the week, but yeah, but I mean, I I feel like we're going to hear from them today so they can kind of set the tone for the restart of session, but this is politics, they want to control the narrative. Sure. I I feel like that... At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And Tom, it's like you say, it is so important right now. I mean, when you take a look, getting all, all the MLAs back and the cameras around and everything, and everybody having an opportunity to speak, the Premier has so many fires burning right now. This is a, a pivotal week for him, and you're right. It'll be important for him to be front and centre and trying to control it as best he can right from the get-go. I mean, think of the last three weeks. Um, they haven't been in session, so there's not been legislation for them to introduce to, to try and control the, the conversation of the week. There's been caucus infighting. There was the, the drama around yeah. line five and all that news coming down, right? So when they get back in session, everybody's here. You're the government. You want to you know, look like you're in control and you've got things going. Yeah, it, it's today. I, that's why I feel like it's today. They're going to want to start talking yeah. about this. So what are we talking about tomorrow? Premier Kenny's rollout plan. What are we talking about Thursday? Oh, maybe what does this look like? So, yeah, that, it, he's got a lot of fires burning, and he doesn't want to talk about a lot of those fires, and <laughs> maybe we'll talk about something else. Exactly. Throw something else out there, and hopefully it sticks. Uh, good stuff. Thanks very much, Tom. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Ray. That's Tom Vernon, who is the Global Affairs uh, Provincial Correspondent, covers provincial politics uh, in the province of Alberta. And it's going to be an interesting day. And as Tom says, if you're, if you're the Premier right now, you know uh, you're facing attacks on multiple, multiple fronts. So if you can come out and sort of, as Tom said, control the narrative and sort of get people talking about what you want them to talk about, rather than some of the other issues that you're facing right now, he'll... He'll do that. He'll try his hardest to try and uh, get the focus where he wants it to be. And as we heard in the news earlier, the Premier did tweet out yesterday, um, expect something this week in terms of a great Alberta summer. And you know what? All indicators in terms of numbers are we are moving towards that. We certainly are. Cases coming down. Um, The whole teachers vote thing that happened this weekend, we should say the ATA vote. It's the union representing teachers who cast the vote. It wasn't teachers themselves. It was their delegates, their representatives um, that had this vote. And voted overwhelmingly, 
overwhelmingly to send a message of non-confidence in Education Minister Adriana Lagrange. Um, Ken pointing out, yeah, small correction for the guys. 99% of teacher delegates voted non-confidence, not the teachers overall. Um, this listener says the vote of non-confidence by the ATA was 99%, but it was also reported it was 404-5 against. Is it a vote by all teachers? 405 votes doesn't seem like much, but I hardly heard the stat. No. Delegates, it's the teachers union, representatives within the union voting on behalf of teachers. So does it reflect how teachers feel? Possibly. I'm not sure exactly how they come up with that, you know, how they cast their votes. But that's the ATA delegates who cast those votes. And uh, Shahid saying something that a lot of you are saying on the listener line today. Who cares about the way the teachers vote? The thing is, when you have greedy and selfish unions, the vote is because unions don't get their way. And it's nothing to do with teachers. It's all money. And these educated people can't do the math of where that money will come. A lot of you weighing in the facts, just the union, it's just the union, the union looking for more, the union looking for more. But, I mean, the vote was cast, and uh, 99% saying that, you know, they don't have confidence in the minister. And Tom pointed out the same thing happened with the doctors and Tyler Sandro last year, and uh, Jason Kenney didn't budge, didn't bat an eye. I don't expect this is going to make any sort of difference to the education minister's portfolio or how she does her job or anything like that, but it is significant, you know. Uh, she does work with teachers, and if we're back into the situation that Shandro found himself in, in terms of um, the non-confidence among doctors and, and healthcare staff and things like that, we know what happened when the contract came up. There was no way it was getting through. The you know the the doctors association put it forward and said, yeah, we we agree with this deal. Doctors rejected it. So are we in the same situation with the teachers? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three four zero three nine seven four eight two five five. What are you expecting to see in the legislature? What's your focus on? Are you interested in all the fighting and um, where that's going to go in terms of the teachers union? Uh, paid sick leave, those sorts of things. Are you more interested in where the province is heading in terms of this pandemic and the response and coming out of it? 